he doesn't like to talk about it. But walk him to the nearest Chicago Transit Authority subway station. Follow him as he steps on board a red line uptown train. And Frank Brown can't help himself. He'll talk about it. He'll talk about the time he lived on a subway train. I, I, I take the train from uh, from end to end a lot, and uh, that's an uncomfortable thing because uh, I ask God this one question: It's like, why me? Stories of Hope is a podcast about people who meet needs and change lives. In this episode, in Chicago, the trains are green line, blue line, pink line, red line. Frank Brown knows the CTA subway lines by heart. The blue line go all night, the red line goes all night. He knows how to sleep without really sleeping. You got one eye open, one eye closed, so it's not like a good sound sleep. And he knows how to dream about better things. Better things than having to lay his six foot two inch frame down onto a subway bench every night. It takes a lot of uh, stupidity to get there. And a lot of, uh, a lot of pride and ignorance, because uh, because you find yourself, you know, you're either using drugs or drinking or whatever, you know, you're using substances. And uh, you have to either start making better choices and have to have a better desire. But more, more importantly, you ask God for the direction. And, you know, as, to be honest with you, you, know, you ask the person, I'm going to be truthful, I'm with you. I ask God to show me where I can go. What Frank Brown did not know back then is... There could not have been a more perfect time for someone like him to voice a prayer like that in a place like this. This is Stories of Hope, Episode 19, The Penthouse View. The year 2008 is when Jamie Thompson lost his mind. At least, that's what everybody in Garfield Park said. It had to be the worst year ever in the worst place ever, to try and do what he did. In 2008, when the market crashed, we had already planted a church in one of the worst areas of Chicago, area that per capita leads the city in homicides and is poor and depressed, um, full of prostitution and drugs. It's just a rough place to live. And uh, we were in the middle of the neighborhood That neighborhood is called Garfield Park, and the church was called Reborn. They set up shop in a dilapidated 100-year-old used-to-be fire station. They started loving people as best they could, and they began losing money faster than they could bring it in. You can imagine it's hard enough to get financial support, you know, through your church congregation. But when the crash happened, um, not only were we having a difficult time getting church support through tithes and offerings, but a lot of our donations from various churches around the United States had started to dry up. When the giving began to drop, Jamie and his leaders began to pray for some way to keep the church plant doors open. And that's about the time they noticed. Pre-stock market crash, developers had come to Garfield Park and begun renovating buildings there. But post-stock market crash, Those half-worked-on buildings now sat empty and abandoned. It was a terrible, perfect opportunity. The buildings that were being renovated were now abandoned homes, and drug um, dealers were dealing out of those buildings. Prostitution was taking place. 
and our environment was just becoming more dilapidated and more run down. But I had some history, some background in, in managed property management. So we saw um, an opportunity in a very hopeless time. And so we went to one bank and told them that we wanted to um, buy this property that had been foreclosed on and they, they uh, gave us the loan. And so we bought that building that foreclosed at $400,000. We bought it for $68,000. And then we renovated it for 100,000 all in and got that building online with two apartments. That was the small beginning of a big something. Jamie Thompson figured out he could fund the work of the church plant and provide decent, affordable housing for people in the community by buying and renovating old apartment buildings. So he and his church leaders beat the pavement, found some private investors, and started their own real estate company. In one year, we did eight more buildings. And then we just kept uh, buying properties, renovating them, renting them to community members. And we got up to about 25 buildings, over 80 families that we were helping support and housing. And, uh, you know, I get excited about it um, because I really think that speaks volumes to our community. We say that love covers a multitude of sins. Well, this is what it looks like. It looks like you getting involved in the needs of your neighborhood. And if there's broken down buildings, then you get involved. And that shows how relevant Christ is because Christ loved. And we, as his people, he said we will be known by our love. When Frank Brown met the lady from Reborn Community Church on a subway train, he was still praying, just like he'd been doing for years, that God would give him a place to live. But that's not what led him to accept her invitation to Bible study. Frank Brown went to Reborn for the first time, and the second time, and the 20th time, because that was the first place he'd been in years where he felt like he belonged. Well, I found Reborn Community Church by uh, someone I, I, I met on a train, and they told me about uh, a Bible study. So I went, and they took me in like their child, a kid. I'm just like, wow. At first, he didn't realize that he'd shown up at the one church in Chicago that had the answer to his years-long prayer. It took a few weeks to match the man who wished for a home with the apartment Reborn had unknowingly prepared just for him. Frank calls it his penthouse. It's a third-floor walk-up and it has everything that a guy who once lived on a subway train would ever want. It's a two-bedroom, not a one-bedroom. And uh, so I, I'll, I'll make different changes. I'll sleep in one bed, and then I'll sleep in the other. <laughs> but then also, I got a back porch where I can barbecue. And I get a nice view of the city downtown. So yeah, this apartment is more, more than what I can imagine. Frank's apartment is simple, you know, two bedrooms, kitchen, living room, but it's his. And uh, he was able to move out on his own and hold down consistent work. And now he has his own place to stay where it's a healthy environment and safe environment where the owner of the building loves him. That kind of love costs a lot but it goes a long way. It can give a man a home, or it can change him forever. 
Frank accepted Christ as a savior, and it's a beautiful story. So we believe that love works, and as you show love, then it opens the door to preach the gospel. Love really is a stage, it's your platform to preach the gospel from. I'm being transformed because of, because of the knowledge that I'm taking in. And so the relationship with me and God to me is, uh, is number one, man. Isn't that cool? This has been Stories of Hope from Send Relief. Today's episode, The Penthouse View. Just like Jamie and Reborn Community Church, you and your church can meet needs and build witnessing relationships with people like Frank. For ideas on how, go to sendrelief.org. To follow Frank on a visual tour of his new home and to see and hear more about life transformation stories from Garfield Park, go to namb.net slash reborn. If you'd like to learn more about how Jamie Thompson and Reborn Community Church are using real estate to love their community, you can visit them on the web at rebornCommunityChurch.org. And finally, if you like what you heard here, please rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. And join us in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.